1: Good morning. It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 97.7, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com with Kern County's most listened to realtor and the host of our show, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, and during which time she's successfully helped over eleven thousand families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy, and puts more money in your pocket. Let them make you their next success story. And good morning to you, Lori.
2: Good morning, Adelaide, and good morning to all our listeners out there. It's the first Saturday of every month, so once again, it's my pleasure to welcome you to our open house, open Mike edition of the Kern County Real Estate Review. We know for those of you who listen regularly, and by the way, We appreciate your loyalty and the feedback we get. We know that you've come to look forward to this version of the show on the first Saturday of each month. Now, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, this special monthly edition is your opportunity to call into the station so we can answer your real estate questions, or you can quiz our guest about whatever topic we're discussing. Plus, on top of all of that, we'll be bringing you commentary from homes that are actively being held as open houses.
1: Wow, now Lori, I think our open house, open mic shows are some of the most popular and most listened to. Do you agree?
2: Definitely, Adelaide. You know, people really seem to enjoy this open house, open mic format, and I think it might even be safe to say that it's a hit. And of course, that added exposure that this show affords our sellers has been a real blessing.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, how many open houses are we featuring today?
2: Well, today we're fortunate enough to have Four wonderful properties to share with our listeners. And two of these properties have had recent price reductions. Frankly, I think they're bargains for whoever ends up buying them. The agents hosting those homes are going to be speaking with us in just a little bit. And also, if you were tuned into the station before this show... This might feel a little bit like the second hour of Retiring in America with Andy Barkate because we have the pleasure of sharing the microphone this morning with past guest and fellow KNZR show host, Andy Barkate. So this morning, I want to pick Andy's brain about retiring and real estate. You know, when you're planning to retire, the place you call home is certainly one of the central focuses. So during this show, feel free to call us here at the studio if you have any questions for Andy about retiring, if you have any real estate questions for me, or if you just want to call in and say hi, that number here is 661-399-1560, that's 661-399-1560. Now to kick off this show, let's get our first agent on the line. This morning, we're going to be speaking with Jake Ryan from Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors. Now, Jake is a very outgoing and ambitious young man who works hard for each and every one of his clients. Adelaide, do you have Jake on the line?
1: Yes, we do, Lori. Uh, Jake Ryan is on hold, and let me connect him. Great. Jake, you there? I am there. Hi, how are you?
2: Good morning, Jake. Can you hear us?
1: Jake, can you hear us?
2: I just love the technical <laughs> side of the business.
1: How about now? Jake, you there? I can hear you guys. He can
3: you hear
0: me?
2: Oh, <laughs> great. Good morning, Jake. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to be talking to you. So tell us, where are you holding an open house today, and how long are you going to be there? So today I'm holding an open
3: house at 6757 Park West Circle, In the northwest part of Bakersfield. I'll be here today and tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m.
2: Great. Um, So for those of our listeners that don't know where 6757 Park West Circle is located, um, tell us specifically where that actually is.
3: Okay. So Park West Circle is off of Olive and Fruitvale, and it is a very exclusive gated community of only 29 homes. Um, It does have a park right in the center of the community, which is a very nice amenity.
2: Oh, it sure is. I love the fact that it is gated and that it is such a small, exclusive little community. Tell us a little bit about that home, Jake, if you will. Bedrooms, baths, square footage, price.
3: All right. So this home is a three-bedroom, two-and-three-quarter bath home. It's a little over 2,700 square feet. It sits on a very sizable lot of over 15,000 square feet. It does have owned solar, which is a big plus. Oh, yeah. And it's recently been reduced by $10,000, which is great.
2: Oh, it sure is. Um, so can you share with us, maybe you did and I didn't hear it, what is the actual price?
3: So the actual price of this one is 539900 nine nine hundred.
2: For 2,700 square feet? Wow, that seems like a bargain.
3: Definitely, Lori. And another thing I want to touch on is the backyard. Um, I think you really have to see it to believe it. Okay. It's over 15,000 square feet. It has a large covered patio with extended concrete. It has water fountains. It has a covered area for grilling. I, I just don't think you can beat it.
2: Fantastic. So walk us through the interior of the home. What's that floor plan like?
3: So it's a very open floor plan. It is a split wing. So right when you enter through the door, you're greeted with very large windows that let in a lot of natural light in the great room. And if you take a walk into the kitchen past the built-ins in the hall, you will see a center island with granite countertops at our split level right next to the family room that opens up to the backyard. And the primary bedroom as well does have dual sink vanities, and it's very spacious.
4: Okay, great. Um,
2: So before we let you go, what do you like most about this home?
3: Lori, I think it's going to have to be the backyard and the great room. I'm torn between the two.
2: (laughs) I can completely understand that, Jake. (laughs) So tell our listeners one more time where you are today and how long you'll be there.
3: All right. I am at 6757 Park West Circle, and I will be here from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m.
2: Perfect. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning, Jake. Good luck at the open house and work on getting that home sold, okay? we Will do. We'll
3: make it happen. Thank All, you right.
2: All right. Um, so now looking at the clock, I think it's time for us to go ahead and um, take a short break. When we return, we'll go ahead and get Andy on air to pick his brain about preparing for retirement. And I know I've been doing most of the talking so far, but remember, this is Open House Open Mic Saturday, so let's talk real estate. If you have any questions, just pick up the phone and call. Our number here at the station is 661-399-1560. Again, the number is 661-399-1560. We'd love to talk with you. Stay tuned to the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back after the break.
4: It's no fun missing
2: out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to TheMcCartyGroup.com and start packing.
5: Hi, Dennis Prager here for Lori McCarty, host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. If you've got questions about
0: real estate, she's got answers. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM. Now that's smart.
1: And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate. Here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And if you're just tuning in, Lori's about to introduce our special guest today, Andy Barkate, to talk about preparing for retirement and real estate. We're also taking your calls on air today, so give us a call at 661-399-1560 to chat We love to hear from you.
2: Well, as Adelaide said, it's time to introduce our guest this morning, Andy Barkate. For those of you loyal KNZR listeners out there, I know you'll recognize Andy's name. And you probably, if you listen to this show, you listen to his show too. Uh, Andy hosts Retiring in America, which also airs on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., just before the Kern County Real Estate Review. But if you haven't tuned into his show before, then I think, frankly, you're missing out. Uh, On his show, he discusses retirement solutions and strategies to help you build a retirement income that will last through your lifetime. So, Andy, thank you so much for being on the show this
0: morning. Thank you, Lori. It's great to be here. It really is. Thanks for having me. You
2: bet. Always. Um, So, for those of our listeners out there that don't know you, introduce yourself. Okay.
0: Uh, My name is Andy Barkate. I run a company called California Retirement Plans. And we have a show right before yours. I just got done a few minutes ago. We've been here in town for probably 35, 37 years. I kind of lose track. Don't we all? Yeah, I know. It's been been a while. It's been a while. I still love what I do. I I really do. Uh, we're a financial planning firm but like you said we specialize in retirement planning which means we're looking at everything from a financial point of view everything mm-hmm. from investments to taxes to your expenses to Social Security Medicare on and on and on and we're trying to put everything together and to make the best possible outcome that a person or a, or a family can have right and I think we're going to talk a little bit about real estate and that's a big deal that's a big part of retiring
2: it is And so I want to kind of jump right into that topic. Um, Like I said earlier, where you call home uh, is really important uh, at any point in your Mm -hmm. life. It is. Um, But when it comes to retirement, I think it's especially important when you start looking at planning. Um, So (coughs) when someone is (coughs) – excuse me, folks Mm -hmm. (coughs) – Uh, when someone's planning on retiring in the near future, uh, are there any sort of new or increased financial costs uh, that they need to think about?
0: You know, expenses are, are a very big deal, not just when you're working, but when you're retired. Mm-hmm. And a a big part of what we try to get our, our clients to do is understand what their expenses are going to be, not just now, but when they're going to retire, because right. they can change. Right. A lot of people think, and a lot of, lot of the textbooks will tell you that, when you retire, your expenses should go down about 25 to 30%. Right. I don't believe that.
2: Okay. I, I, I
0: don't. I just, I, I work why with too is many. that? Because I work with too many people, and I don't want to rely on a, on a rule of thumb. It's okay. just too easy to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to know what a person's expenses are. Okay. And I want them to know what they are also. And then kind of take that next step and say, all right, if your expenses are X today, how might they change when you retire? And there's a whole bunch of things that go into that. Uh, a lot of it's real estate. And as you know... A lot of people, uh, they relocate. Right. They relocate out of town. They relocate out of state. And mm-hmm. that, of course, is a big change. And expenses almost always change in that regard. Um, you have Medicare. You have other types of expenses that you didn't pay for when you were working that you will when you retire. So you want to understand what those expenses are because I think any any goal of a, of a good financial plan is to have enough income to pay those bills consistently on a very on a very for a very long period of time, plus inflation, plus taxes, all that. So understanding your expenses and real estate is a big part of that is very essential, is one of the main building blocks of a financial plan.
2: Well it's like you were saying earlier this morning on your show, um one of the things that we have to think about is the fact that um we are all living longer for yes, the most part uh, than we were. And so the money that we save has to go mm-hmm. for many more years than it used to.
0: You know, I, um, when I talk publicly, which is not as much anymore as I used to, a lot of times it's on the radio like this, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ask the crowd, what's the biggest hurdle that you're going to face in your retired life? Mm-hmm. Financial hurdle. And people will start throwing things out like uh, taxes, the stock market, health, uh, inflation. And all those, are, those are all good answers. And eventually somebody will stumble across it. And right. Somebody else say living too long. I must say yeah. bingo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it, living long, living a long life is great. It I is. I mean, it's great. You get to see more things, do more things, hang around with the people you enjoy hanging around with. But it costs money.
2: Yes, it does. And
0: living longer takes all those other issues like taxes and health care and the stock market and all those things, and it exaggerates them. So we have to understand we're probably going to live longer, and you want to make sure those cash flows are going to last equally as long. Right.
2: So would you agree that for most Americans Mm -hmm. of retirement age uh, that a large portion of their wealth is tied up in the home equity? It is. uh, Rather than any other major asset. Their
0: home and typically maybe their 401K might probably be their two biggest financial assets. And that 401K is something they can use to create retirement income. But you've got this big asset, your home, Mm -hmm. which you use for another purpose, you live in it, but it's worth a lot of money and typically has a lot of equity in it.
2: Right. Um, So with these new costs that you experience Mm -hmm. in retirement and most of your wealth being tied up in home equity and 401Ks, um, does it start to make sense that selling your home might be a good solution to help cover some of the cash flow that you might need in retirement.
0: I'll probably answer the question this way many times in the next hour. Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. I like that
2: because you're right. There are no cookie-cutter solutions. Everybody,
0: right. Everybody is a complete different blank canvas. Absolutely. In some cases, that might work well. But let's just say you do sell your home and you net a good chunk of money. And now you take those dollars. Maybe you pay down some bills. Maybe you pay down or create some cash flow. But you still have to have a place to live. Right. So if you are you trading one expense or creating selling the home to to alleviate expenses, then you create another expense by buying another home, maybe renting a place. It's all got to you have to look at it on paper and run the cash flow numbers and see how it works. And it might work very well, but you might end up being in a worse position at the end of the day unless you actually run the numbers first.
2: And that's why they need an expert like they you should to look that at it.
0: Well, thank you. But develop that plan before anybody anybody before anybody makes any big financial decision, a lot of it has to do with taxes, right. which you may talk a little bit about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you make the transaction, before you do anything, talk to somebody, whether right. it's a financial planner, whether it's your accountant, whether it's your attorney, get a good second opinion that, that may actually get you to think slightly differently and get you to get you to do something or not do something that may hurt you later. Absolutely.
1: All right, well, I hate to interrupt, guys, but uh, we have another agent on the line holding an open house. Jackie Grejeda.
2: Oh, great. You know, Jackie is another wonderful Coldwell Banker agent with a background in accounting, and her knowledge is just invaluable for both her buyers and sellers. So good morning, Jackie. How are you today? Good morning, Laura. Thank you. I'm fine. Thank you for that introduction. Oh, you bet. So share with all of us, where are you holding an open house today, and how long will you be there? I will
6: be hosting an open house at 429 Dry Meadow Lane uh, from noon to 3. Perfect. And uh, this home is uh, in the uh, Oil Area District, south of Merle Haggard,
2: and uh,
6: north of uh, China Grade Loop.
2: Oh, perfect. Tell us a little bit about that home. Share with us the bedrooms, the bathrooms. I- Absolutely, uh it has four bedrooms,
6: excuse me, three bedrooms, two baths, and an office which could be converted to uh, a fourth bedroom should you desire that um the square footage is fourteen uh, excuse fourteen fifty three The lot size is six thousand ninety eight It was built in two thousand and um it does have uh leased solar. With a monthly cost of $140 and a true up, an annual true up of approximately $500.
2: Okay, well, that's actually a very reasonable utility cost uh, for that yes. property. Um, yes. Great. Um, so, who do you think the perfect buyer for that uh, property would be? great question
6: Laurie. i think this is a fabulous home for a first time buyer it is um has mature landscaping with this beautiful curb appeal um airy uh airy feeling because of your vaulted ceilings uh both in the great room and in the en suite and you have natural lights because it has uh large windows and a skylight um and it's just um Ideal for your first-time home buyer.
2: That is wonderful. So, share with us what the asking price on that property is. I think it's in the very that, affordable
6: price range, right? It, indeed, it's a hundred. It's it's three hundred and twenty-nine thousand nine hundred. Oh, that's it wonderful. Is, it, it, yes, it falls within the FHA limits as well.
2: Oh, that is great. Well, I appreciate yes. so much you sharing that with us. Tell our listeners you're one welcome. more time where you are and how long you're going to be there, Jackie. Sure.
6: 429 Dry Meadow Lane, uh, Cross Street with McCray. Okay. And I will be there from noon to 3 today. So I look forward to meeting with you uh, uh, you and anyone that would like to join me. I'm also uh, bilingual Spanish, so um, I can... Um, Uh, I'd like to meet with you and and welcome all
2: (laughs) perfect Jackie I hope your open house goes well today and I wish you all the best of luck in getting that house sold thank you so much Laurie have a best have a great day yourself all right thank you very very much I appreciate it and let's um, go ahead and uh, take a short break and then when we get back well actually I'm looking at the clock and um, I think we have a little more time here. So, Andy. Yes, ma'am. Um, let's go back to where we were uh, before. Um, so, when a person is trying to look at retiring mm-hmm. and is trying to figure out their options, mm-hmm. when should they meet with
0: you? I would love to have it probably a couple of years before they actually have that date, at least the date in their mind, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that you want to look at, a lot of things you want to actually structure and understand how they work. So when you make those decisions, like taking a pension, starting Medicare, starting your Social Security, there's good ways to do it, and there's less than optimal ways to do it. And you want to make sure you're actually making those decisions correctly, because in a lot of cases, you only get one choice. Right. And you want to understand, and a lot of clients will come in, and I'll say, well, what's the, what brings you here today? What are the big questions you have? And the, the, basically what they'll say in many different forms is, we want to retire, and we're hoping you can tell us when we can do it. Uh-huh. Or is it possible to do it? In a lot of cases, running those numbers will show us. It'll, if you have a retirement date of, of, of six months away or five years away, the numbers will run. The numbers will give us a good idea on where you're at. Mm-hmm. If you're good to go and you've done a lot of things well, uh, and most you probably have done more things well than you think. Mm-hmm. Or if you've got a little work to do, mm-hmm. some, some, some gaps to close, uh, maybe the income's not quite where it needs to be, maybe a few bills possibly can get paid off, which will increase your cash flow. There's a lot of things to look at. And when somebody leaves, they'll, you'll have a plan. I mean, mm-hmm. there, you, may be a, you may be pretty much on your way and be doing everything correctly, or there may be two or three things you want to look at to try to make a bit better before you do retire, and you'll have a plan to get there. Okay,
2: so, Well, because I was actually thinking, you know. I, I,
0: you can't retire, if that's what you're going to say. No, you no. can't retire, no.
2: <laughs> you should talk to my husband because he really <laughs> thinks I'm never retiring. Well, my wife's
0: biggest fear is I will retire one of these days.
2: <laughs> um, no, I was sitting here thinking that I think so many uh, Americans think Okay, I've done this with my 401k or my retirement, or I've invested in this, I've invested mm-hmm. in that, and and they do they they go to their financial planner, mm-hmm. um, you know, a year or two, maybe five sure. before they're that would ready. would be better. To retire. That'd be better. Sure. Doesn't it make sense when you're in your twenties or your thirties?
0: <laughs> now you're being. <laughs> Actually, now you're thinking ahead. I, now, I'm now, trying you're being, to, now you're being I logical. It,
2: you know me, in my business, yeah. I try to be very proactive. I try to look at the end result. Right. What am I trying to achieve? How can I get there quicker, easier, better, and still have a stellar, or more than stellar, result, right? How can mm-hmm. I, for my mm-hmm. sellers, minimize time on market, optimize price, and minimize stress? So that's what I try to do for my clients. I'm thinking, from your perspective, doesn't it make sense to start from day one that you start working you know i had
0: i had a a friend of mine this is this goes back gosh probably 40 years and he was a lot older than me and he said you know the first time you start working on your retirement plan should be the first time you receive your first paycheck that's what i'm thinking and of course i thought he was crazy at the time thinking what do you mean i'm only in my mid-20s right and after you think about it for a while he's absolutely right
2: absolutely
0: we've got a lot of clients that have have saved well and they're 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 millionaires i mean mm-hmm. they've got a million dollars in their 401k amongst other investments and they didn't get there overnight right. they got there over 30 years 40 years of just saving a little bit mm-hmm. like clockwork i mean mm-hmm. it just you, you put it in you invest it you keep blinders on mm-hmm. and you don't let life which can easily get in your way it can derail that and over time it builds up and you end up having a big chunk of money mm-hmm. uh and in a lot of cases, if you are the one that is saving and you, you're kind of looking out for today, you want to have enjoy today, but you're also looking for tomorrow, making sure that that's going to be taken care of, you will you live, between, you live in, within your means. You mm-hmm. don't overspend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're saving, in a lot of cases, understanding how much income you need and being able to control your spend, expenses are a big deal. I've had clients that have a... Gosh, I want to say between pensions and Social Security, $12,000, $13,000 a month coming in in income, which mm-hmm. is very good. Mm-hmm. But then I look at their cash flow and their expenses, and it's tough to tell them that they're going to have a hard time making ends meet over time. Right. Their, their, their expenses are just that high. I've had people on the other side of the spectrum also where they've got a little bit of maybe a, a relatively decent-sized 401K and just Social Security. But they've kept their expenses within their means, and they're going to be fine. Right. They're going to be fine. It's all about cash flow. It's all about saving money, understanding how much you need, understanding not how you shouldn't overspend. Don't get yourself, don't go out and obligate yourself to a, to a big new set of payments right before you retire. That'll probably hurt you. Right. And it's just thinking smart.
2: Very good. So now let's go ahead and take that short break. And when we get back, do you mind if we talk about downsizing? Sure. Okay, great. So remember, I know Andy and I have been doing all the talking here, but um, if you have any questions for either one of us, we would love to chat with you. The phone number here is 399-1560, that's area code 661. Again, that number is 661-399-1560. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 977 FM. KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back.
7: The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision lori mccarty with the mccarty group at caldwell banker you may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer maybe you should just hold tight and refinance you do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity call lori mccarty at 665 sold or online at the mccarty that's the mccarty
1: You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with Kern County's most listened to realtor, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group, and our host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. And this morning, Lori is interviewing Andy Barkate about retiring and real estate. And Lori, before we get back to the interview with Andy, I have another agent on the phone for you. We have James Carroll on hold.
2: Oh, great. James Carroll is another outstanding and hard-working Coldwell Banker agent. You know, he really goes the extra mile for his clients, and I know you're going to be impressed with his professionalism. So, James, can you hear me?
3: Yes, ma'am. How are you, Lori?
2: I am good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing good, getting ready to get this open house going.
2: All right, so tell us where you're holding open house today.
3: So today, from 12 to 4 p.m., I'll be sitting at 9507 Lake Victoria Drive um, up in northwest Bakersfield.
2: Oh, great. That home is located near the River Lakes Golf Course, right?
3: It sure is.
2: Awesome. Now, does it have views of the golf course itself? Are you there, James? Hello. Yeah. Yeah
3: yeah it does you you can slightly see see the golf course um it's just in a really good location if you like golf and and River lakes is a good community but if you if you do like golf and you like going over to the driving range you could definitely uh you could walk over there if you really wanted to
2: oh great now I know this home has recently had a price improvement correct
3: yes ma'am twenty five thousand dollars
2: woo now does that also have solar?
3: It sure does. It has solar and, and the whole the whole solar deal is, is all owned. So um, buyers do not have to assume any loan. Um, they just simply transfer the solar for their name.
2: Wow, that's amazing. And and what about updates? Have the homeowners done some updates in that house?
3: They have. They've done a really good job. Um, they they just they recently did a fresh coat of paint. They've done new vine planking in, in the living areas and hallways. Um, you could really tell through pride of ownership of the home.
2: Oh, great. Um, so can you tell us, um, before I let you go, because uh, I know you're getting ready for that open house, um, what you like most about this home?
3: Well, I'm a golfer myself, Lori, so so I really like the area. Uh, I like River Lakes Golf Course, and I think it's a really safe community with good good schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and the house itself, and like I said before, it shows true pride of ownership. Um, I feel like you can eat off the floor in this house. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, not that we want people doing that, but not that the, does say a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> that is definitely. great. All right. So tell our listeners one more time where you are today and how long you'll be there.
3: So I will be sitting at 507 Lake Victoria Drive um, near River Lakes, today from
2: 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Fantastic, James. I know that this beautiful home is going to sell. And, folks, you're going to want to stop by this open house between 12 and 4 today to visit with James or call your realtor if those times aren't convenient for your own private showing. With the upgrades they've done, with the owned solar, with that $25,000 price reduction, gosh, How can you go wrong in this beautiful community? Good luck today, James, and thanks so much for talking with us.
3: Thank you, Laura. You guys have a great day.
2: You too. Bye-bye. So let's go ahead and shift our our focus back to our wonderful guest, Andy, and let's talk about downsizing. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: All right. So when people are planning to retire, um, do most of them think about downsizing their home? and? You know, from a financial standpoint, what are some indicators that they might want to think about downsizing? Well,
0: a lot of people do think about downsizing. Not all of them do, but a lot of them think about it because mm-hmm. your home is a big investment. Right. But, yeah, I think you have to ask yourself, if you're thinking of downsizing, why? And right. What are the reasons you might do it? The obvious one is it maybe it's a financial reason. You right. may have a bigger home. You could sell those those that, that home. Take those dollars. You may have an equity and maybe buy a smaller home, have a lower... Lower uh, mortgage, maybe no mortgage. Right, that's a good, good financial move. Other people having that bigger home may represent more maintenance, mm. just more work to do around the house, and <laughs> Don't eventually, <I> know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. And eventually, you're just not going to want to do that. You may not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of cases, you may want to travel, and right. having that house that has a lot of maintenance is is a is, a, is an issue. You may want something a bit more self maintained. Right. So there's a lot of reasons to do it. But again, I, I'm very basic when it comes to these things. To me, if it justifies on paper, if the numbers tell us to do it or that it's possible, then we can move forward and maybe look at doing it. Um, if it's if you're gonna save money, have less debt, have have fewer expenses by downsizing, that's probably a good move. A lot of people will they may be in their home for 20, 30 years, and it's home. Right. They don't want to move. It's where they want to be. Right. And that's got to be taken into consideration, too.
2: Absolutely. So Um,
0: it's not for everybody, but a lot of people go that route, and most of them, if they've thought it through well enough, and they've looked at all the angles, it ends up being a good move for them.
2: And what I see is a lot of times they may actually own the home outright at this point, um, and it's more of the size and the maintenance mm-hmm. of the home. Right, absolutely. And, and it's the fact that the kids are all gone. They don't need that much space anymore. And, um, and I think there's a little bit of emotion involved that we don't want to be reminded that this is where we raised our family and they're all gone now.
0: I, th- I think that's very much true. In a lot of cases, those bedrooms where your children once were Mm -hmm. are now storage rooms. Right. Or bedrooms that uh, never get used. Yep. So downsizing can be a good thing to do financially, but it's still, there's that emotional issue also. There is. is. And we did this already. Mm -hmm. And it was easy for me to do, not easy for my wife to do. Right. And what I felt, what I found surprising, and I'm I'm happy about this, I thought it would happen. I just didn't think it would happen this quickly. The new home we bought ended up being home to her very quickly oh
2: that's wonderful yeah and it worked out
0: pretty well plus we 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 moved from one part of town to the other so it wasn't a a big move we didn't have a whole new set of friends right it was just a new neighborhood and Mm -hmm. a new place to come home and park at night so but everybody's different absolutely Um, a lot of people will make that move that downsized move and they're going to a different state yes i'm sure you see that a lot
2: i see that an awful lot these days Um, So let's talk about possible tax implications Mm, associated with downsizing. Are there any?
0: (laughs) Taxes are something we talk about (laughs) in our office every day. Of course. We don't do taxes. We don't do tax returns. We do a lot of tax planning. Right. Because typically just about any financial move you make is going to have tax implications. Mm -hmm. And selling your house is not really any different. But um, in California, if you sell your home, it's your residence. Mm-hmm. you've got a big tax exclusion so in most cases we're not going to have to worry about paying taxes on our home if you're single it's two hundred and fifty thousand if you're married it's five hundred thousand now that's the amount of money you make on your house if you bought it for two hundred sell it for six hundred you make four hundred thousand dollars you're not going to pay taxes federal or state which is good if you have a rental property different ball game
2: right okay um so <clears throat> if they do decide that they want to downsize and it financially makes sense does it matter if they do so before or after they retire
0: i would think well it depends if it's going to be (laughs) there's that know it depends depends. (laughs) i sound like a politician don't i well on one hand on the other hand um if you're going to stay in town it would probably be nice to do it prior to retirement just because you don't know what unexpected expenses you might incur Mm -hmm. and it's nice to have that still have that job and that bigger income probably if you're going to do it here in town, right. hard to do it if you plan on moving or relocating It's a t- right. more difficult thing to do right um, in a lot of cases, what we see people do is plan where they want to be mm-hmm. and, and i make I joke about this all the time. I think I talk to at least one person a day that's either seriously planning or they've already made the decision they're they're exiting here. yeah their mm-hmm. their exit plan is to exit the state right. for a whole lot of reasons right. But they'll go back. They kind of know where they want to go. It may mm-hmm. be to Texas, maybe to Idaho, maybe to Tennessee. They're, you know all the states, too. Yep. And they know the place where they want to be, but they haven't bought that house yet. Right. So they need to sell something here, here. get a bunch of money in their back pocket, go back there. Mm-hmm. And usually they're going to rent for okay. a period of time so they can survey the, the, uh, the area, find the part of town they want to be in. And then be ready to, when they find the right place, they're there on site. They can look at it and they can pounce. Hard to pounce when you're 2,000 miles away. It is. People try to do it. and
2: I have people do it all the time. Um, I even have people pounce and then come back and say, "Uh, I have a few weeks to get my home in. Contract, right? <laughs> I need help, Lori. I need yeah, it sold I, I need,
0: Yeah, I need to sell it because I needed a whole bunch of money to buy this house. I just <laughs> that, obligated that myself that to
2: contract for. Yeah, we, we will
0: get we will get probably oh, two or three times a year uh, a phone call from an existing client saying I need to take a bunch of money out of my account. Can mm-hmm. I take a loan against my IRA? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that is no, you can't. They said, "Well, in this mm-hmm. situation comes up, I'm buying a house somewhere. Right. I need X amount of dollars." And my house here has not sold yet, mm-hmm. and I explained to them, okay, could you possibly pull it off? Maybe, but you're taking a lot of risk. Right. If you pull money out of an IRA, you've got 60 days to have it back back in that IRA before it becomes taxable. Right. So if you if you if that escrow can close fast enough, and that's a iffy proposition, mm-hmm. then maybe you can get back in and you'll be okay. But in in, in most cases you're probably going to get a nice bill from the IRS. So and that is not something yes, any it, of us it, want. It is not what you want to mm-hmm. do. You want to try to plan a little better. Um, and sometimes that's just hard. But I'd say also three or four times a year, we'll get a new person coming in the office and they'll say they've sold something. Mm-hmm. It's usually a rental. Right. And let's say we sold this rental. We have this big chunk of money. And we want you to tell us some things to do with it. Fine. That's a big part of what we do. And I'll ask one of the first questions I'll ask. If it was a rental, okay? Is this money you've got before tax or after tax? Mm-hmm. And then the eyes start to roll back, <laughs> you know. And I know, okay, this is going. This might be a bad conversation. Uh, you know, what was your cost basis? How much did you depreciate it? Did you know? Did you talk to somebody about the recapture? And. At the end of the day, this big chunk of money they think they're going to have to reinvest became a little smaller because they they didn't think about the tax consequences.
2: Right. And I'm sure at some point in that conversation, they're also thinking, hey, why didn't my realtor say something about this? <laughs> well, too? you know,
0: a lot of realtors, just like a lot of financial advisors, they're not all created the same. Exactly. I mean, being around the block a handful of times, like, unfortunately, both you and I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're better on radio, right? Right. Don't, don't put a TV <laughs> camera in front of us. Um, you, you learn these things, and you almost right. see the problems before they happen. Right. Part of our job is to kind of look several years down the road and look around those corners you bet. that other people aren't thinking about. You bet. So,
2: so now, I know when people think, that when they hear the word downsizing, mm-hmm. they automatically think about selling their home. Do you think that there is ever a good time to take your current home and turn it into an investment property and rent it out? Does Would that be a good option for retirees? Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and there is that infamous yeah, I, I, knew, I knew I knew what you were going to I, I kind of understood where we were going with that question, but it could be. But then again, is renting your house out as a rental a good idea? The answer is, from a cash flow point of view, it probably is a good idea. Mm-hmm. If you've got it paid down, so the payment to the bank is either low or non-existent, and you can rent it out. That's a nice cash flow. Right. But now you have to have some place to live. Right. So there. Right. How do you do that? that? So mm-hmm. are you trading? Are you trading? Are you creating an income and then creating an expense? Right. On the other hand, so you have to look at that too. If you can bring in a couple thousand dollars a month from a, from a rental, and now you got to go buy a new home and you can create a mortgage. If that costs you a couple thousand dollars a month.
2: You're just trading. Right. Dollars. You're
0: trading. Exp- you're right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're trading dollars. Now, there's appreciation to think about possibly. Right. You know, both of those assets because could go up in value. Right. That, that's true, assets. too. You have to look at mm-hmm. that. But you also want to consider cash flow. If, if you've got the cash flow to do something like that, or maybe have the money set aside that you could use those dollars for a maybe a big down payment on the new place to keep that expense low. Sure. Sure.
2: Well, and I also tell people uh, from my perspective, <coughs> that frog in my throat, I tell you. <laughs> Um, I, I think that one of the hardest investment mm. properties to ever own is a home that you've raised your family in, um, because you have emotions tied to it. Sure you do. It's much easier to go purchase an investment property that you have no emotions tied to than one that you have actually lived in.
0: I think that's probably very true because you're probably actually almost in almost every case, you're going to care more for that property than anybody else.
2: Correct. And number two, I think at this stage of your life, it also depends on your tolerance for risk and your desire to maintain. Right?
0: I, I think with a, with real estate, I think the, the ability and the desire to maintain is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, where I live, you know, understanding somebody's risk tolerance is a big deal. Right. Things change, markets go up and down. So you want to understand that and want to make sure your, your our clients understand that. Real estate goes up and down, we know that, but, mm-hmm. but it doesn't move as fast. Right. And we're not reminded of it every day when you pick up your phone. It's not, right. not going to tell you if the price of your house went up or down. Right. It's going to tell you if your investment account went up or down. Absolutely. Though. But the work that goes into it uh, is something you have to really gauge, can you do that? hmm And if you keep your home, rent it out, and buy another home, if you're still in town, maybe it's a little easier to do that because you're just down the street perhaps, but if you're going to move to Texas mm-hmm. and try to manage a property back in Bakersfield, right? That could you mean you, want, you probably want to you probably want a property manager involved then.
2: Yeah, I think so. And then you have additional costs. Right,
0: there's additional cost to that. Correct.
2: Well, looking at the clock, I think it's time for us to take another quick break. And when we return, I want to ask Andy a little bit about legacy planning. Now, before the break, I want to remind all of you. Uh, If you have questions or comments for Andy, or if you have any real estate questions you want answered, please don't be shy. Just pick (laughs) up that phone and call us at 661-399-1560. Again, that number is 661-399-1560. This is Lori McCarty, your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, here on 1560 AM, 977 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back after this break.
5: Hey, you confused about real estate, Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next, home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at six six five sold. That's six six five sold. Online, the mccartygroup.com. That's the mccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing.
1: You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. And this morning, Lori has been speaking with fellow KNZR show host, Andy Barkate. And Lori is also taking your calls live on air this morning, so pick up the phone. The number here is Fifteen sixty And Lori, we do have Lauren Larios on hold for you, and are you ready to take her call?
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, Lauren is a buyer specialist at the McCarty Group, and we couldn't be more thrilled or proud to have her on our team. She's successfully hosted several of our open house, open mic homes, so many of you are already getting to know Lauren quite well. I know she enjoys the relationships she creates with her clients and serving their needs, Uh, With a background in law, her vast knowledge of contracts has really proven to be useful when she's negotiating a deal or writing up an offer. She's got a heart of gold, and her clients say she's a delight to work with. So, Lauren, can you hear me? I sure can. Great. So tell us, where are you holding an open house today, and how long are you going to be there?
4: I'm holding an open house at 6009 Trafford Place. Um, and I'm going to be here from 12 to 2 p.m. Perfect. So tell our listeners
2: a little bit about this home, the number of bedrooms, baths, square footage, et cetera.
4: Okay. So it's located in the Four Seasons community out in the northeast side of town. Um, and it is two bedrooms, two bathrooms, 2,020 square feet. So even though it's only two bedrooms, this house is huge. Great. Um, And where exactly is
2: 6009 Trafford Place located?
4: It is in Four Seasons, which is a gated community out here on the northeast side of town off of the 178, kind of tucked back behind City in the Hills. Um, And it is an active adult community, so 55 and up.
2: Oh, great. So what makes that Four Seasons neighborhood stand out when compared with other active adult communities?
4: Well, so what I think makes it stand out is the amenities that this neighborhood has. It has um it's obviously gated. It has a pool and a spa, but it's not your standard pool and spa. This pool is like what you would see at a Las Vegas resort. I mean, it is massive. It also has tennis courts. It has a gym, barbecue areas. Um, it has its own little movie theater room, library salon, barbershop, restaurant, craft room. I mean, the list goes on. I know I'm missing things, um, but there's just so much that this neighborhood has to offer.
2: Sounds like you never have to leave the neighborhood.
4: No, you really wouldn't.
2: So now, even though this neighborhood is gated, listeners are going to be able to get in to see the property, right? I mean, how do they get the gate code?
4: Yes, listeners will still be able to get in. They're just going to want to call our office line once they get close to the gate. So that's the 665-7653 number. And if they don't remember that, no worries. I have a little sign right up by the um, gate code box with our phone number saying just to give me a call, and then I'll give you the gate code.
2: Okay, great. Um, So I know that it's only a two-bedroom with a little office area. Um, But since it's over 2,000 square feet, those must be decent-sized bedrooms, right?
4: These bedrooms are massive. Um, Definitely not like those shoebox bedrooms that we're seeing in a lot of homes these days. Um, Both bedrooms are very big.
2: Great. Um, And can you describe the rest of the floor plan to us?
4: Absolutely. So it's an open floor plan and also split wings. So you have... One bedroom, your master bedroom, on one side of the house, and then you have the second bedroom on the other side of the house. Very nice. They're separate. And then because it's over 2,000 square feet, not only is every bedroom big, every room in this house is big. I mean, the laundry room is massive. You could do your laundry, fold your clothes, sort things. It's huge. Um, The great room is also very big with a big kitchen island that you could easily fit six bar stools, maybe even more um everything is up to date in this house you have granite counters beautiful dark wood cabinets um and that's in the kitchen and the bathroom wow it's really a beautiful home that's great and what about the backyard the backyard is beautiful as well it's a nice sized backyard with a covered patio and a concrete patio, and you also have two ceiling fans. So that probably gives you a little bit of an idea of how big that patio is, that they're able to have two ceiling fans. Wow. You also have rose bushes backyard that are in bloom right now, and they're beautiful.
2: That is great. So tell our listeners one more time, Lauren, where you are today and how long you'll be there.
4: Absolutely. I'm in the Four Seasons community at 6009 Trafford Place, And I will be here from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m.
2: Perfect. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning, Lauren. I have faith that you're going to get this home sold this weekend. So good luck. All right. So, Andy, let's talk a little bit about legacy planning. Okay. Okay, inheritances, etc. Right, right. Is, is there an
0: inheritance tax in California? There is not, believe it or not. Wow, it's, one tax I we escape just, here. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, California usually has a great habit of taxing everything that's not nailed yep. down. And that's one of the only taxes we don't have. We also, believe it or not, you don't pay state tax on Social Security in California. Wow. So that those are a couple of breaks. But again... We are the fortunate recipients of probably the highest gas tax, one mm-hmm. of the highest income taxes. Mm-hmm. Property taxes aren't the highest, but they're they're definitely not, you know, one of the lowest either. So, in aggregate, we're probably one of the more high highly taxed states in the country, which is why, like we were talking about a minute ago, so many people decide to exit right. when they retire.
2: What about an estate tax? Is there a federal estate There's tax? There's a
0: federal estate tax. It doesn't affect too many people. Okay. Um, right now, the federal estate tax threshold, the limit, is eleven million. Okay. So again, if your your for assets are over eleven million, then you might have an estate tax problem. I if you're be married, in that group. yeah, yeah, I was going to say that doesn't affect <laughs> virtually none of us. But right. if you're married and you do some estate planning, you have a, a maybe a living trust, which an attorney would set up for you. You can actually take that eleven million and double it, so you can actually have twenty two million. So, estate taxes are typically not a problem for 99 probably 99.9% of the people out there when somebody passes away. But there could be taxes on different assets that you've got. Not not estate taxes, but income taxes when you pass away.
2: Okay, explain that to me. Yeah, us. I know I
0: kind of just led you right into that. Yeah. One, didn't I? yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we we again, we're in the we're in the the financial planning world and we deal with retirement plans. That means we're dealing with 401k's, IRAs, Uh, thrift savings plans, and most of those have never been taxed. Most of those dollars have never been taxed. So if the way the tax laws work now, if you're married and your spouse passes away, the surviving spouse can just move those assets over into their name. No harm, no foul, no taxes. The taxes come in when a non-spouse inherits those dollars, which Mm -hmm. is anybody else except your spouse, obviously. Kids, grandkids. You're going to have to start taking money out of those accounts and pay tax on them. Income tax, not estate tax. Right. And... There's a lot of ways to plan for that, to try to reduce and mitigate that. Again, that's a whole other show, but that's that's a big part of what we talk about. Right. We talk about tax planning all the time.
2: What about um, will Californians have to pay capital gains on uh, properties that they might inherit?
0: Typically, no. Okay. Now, in, in the state as well as at a federal level, there's a step up in basis. Okay. Which is a lot of people know about this. There's been a few potential tax law changes that haven't mm-hmm. quite made it there yet mm-hmm. which we're going to change this but let's say you're going inherit uh mom's house just right. to make an example of it. mom bought the house for a hundred thousand it's now worth five hundred thousand mm-hmm. you inherit it from your mother right or your parent you inherit the that house at its value at, at as of the date of death so you inherit an asset that was worth five hundred thousand you pay no tax your cost basis is five hundred thousand so Again, if you sell it later for six hundred thousand, you might pay a capital gain on a hundred, but not on mm-hmm. the original amount of money and that's a pretty big savings, and that that has been kind of batted around in several recent tax proposals to potentially be changed, and it hasn't got, it hasn't got to the final draft yet, luckily, because that's a huge savings for everybody. It is it's not just the rich. everybody talks about tax savings only for the rich. This one's one that everybody will have dropped in their lap potentially
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one that we keep a close eye on. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, you have just been a wealth of knowledge this morning. Well, you
0: just asked me questions I knew the answers to. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I try, I try, I try. Um, And we look forward to having you back on the show in the future.
0: I I look forward to being here. Thank you, Lori.
2: You bet. I'm sure that our listeners have learned a ton of information. Um, Before we Mm -hmm. do go, please... Tell everyone how they can reach oh, okay. you.
0: okay. Well, we it on our show incessantly, but the number you can call to get a hold of us is 491-1111. And obviously, I'm not there today. The office is closed. Uh, just leave us a message. We'll call you back and answer some of your questions.
2: Perfect. So before we sign off, I just want to give you all a quick recap of those open houses. 6009 Trafford Place, 9507 Lake Victoria Drive, 429 Dry Meadow Lane, and finally, 6757 Park West Circle, which is not only occurring today, but also tomorrow. So I encourage you, if you're in the market for a new home and one of these piques your interest, go take a short drive to see it. You know, our market is reacting to rising interest rates, and many of these sellers will consider an interest rate buy-down with the right offer, which could lower your payments substantially. If you can't stop by one of these homes today and are interested in obtaining more information, call your favorite realtor or call us at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. As always, thank you for listening. I hope you can make your way over to see at least one of our open houses today uh, to see them in person. Despite our great photographer, sometimes a photo just doesn't do a home justice. You know, it was a pleasure spending time with you this morning, and I know Adelaide and I both look forward to visiting with you again next Saturday at 11 a.m. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. We'll be back next week.